Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part four in our conversation on the difference between forgiveness and consequences. We hope you enjoy. That right there, that's the, that or the consequences to like, to make it even more personal. It's like, well, if you should forgive this, forgive your dad and there's no consequences for him because we don't want the consequences to show that our family isn't perfect, that we're not a loving, loving home. Well, so and I want I want to pause on, on something you just said. Like, mm-hmm. man, we could go down a lot of rabbit rabbit trails or rabbit holes. Yeah, here. this is why this topic keeps popping up in my head. <laughs> but yeah, when you just said when people use the idea of forgiveness in order to cover up or conceal the truth to mm. protect themselves or an entity, like that to me, you are you are very close to what I would call spiritual manipulation. Or just yeah, flat out corruption. That's yeah. not a good place to be in. Lies. Yep. I just wanted to pause and, and point that point that out. That's not. Yeah. Good. Well, I mean, and it, I think, and it's that's a, those are heavy. Those are heavy statements. Spiritual manipulation. I mean, if you think about people's personal religious beliefs or faith beliefs, if we use those against somebody to protect ourselves and, and then cloak it in this idea of forgiveness, because that's how you're supposed to act. It's like, yeah, the reason where it gets messy is like, yeah, that's 100% true. We should forgive people, but there has to be f- consequences for people's actions. And like, in, especially because Jesus came and changed all the rules to how we, how we think about forgiveness and consequences. Yes, Jesus came and died on the cross, but that doesn't mean we allow people to continue injustices. He came on the cross to address injustice and redeem all things back to himself. Redeeming meaning make things good. Something was wrong, an abuse, was, abuse happened, um, or a lie happened. I mean, like we can use this for a small, like, you bumped into somebody in the hallway to somebody lied about something really big where you lost your job. Forgiving that person in either situation, yeah, we should do that because that's that's what Jesus asks us to do. But the consequences are are, are also evidence of our faith in Him. There has to be consequences. But here's the the, the crazy thing to to me is when we show forgiveness to people and there are consequences but we don't sever the relationship. That's really, that's, I think one of the things that separates Christianity and like people who are following who Christ is like, I'm not severing the relationship where you're dead to me. I never talked to you again. It's I'm setting a more strict boundary. And there's a consequence there where I still have hope for you because Christ always has hope for me in my future. Yeah. That's, that's the, the, the like upside down backwards. And if, backwardsness of who jesus is because he still believes like yes there's forgiveness yes there has to be consequences but that isn't uh, always and forever i'm never going to talk to you again everybody is redeemable because if we say that this person is if there is this action that someone does that okay you're not redeemable anymore then we're essentially saying we don't believe that jesus died for sin we're saying he only died for certain things yeah trust can be rebuilt there's yes. no one is without hope, but to minimize the importance of trust, we are being naive. Um, mm-hmm. And so what I mean by that is when we do something that causes harm, right. And we, that, that results in the need for forgiveness, but regardless of how small or big it is, 
right? There's forgiveness needed. There's also consequences. Part of what happens in that whole ecosystem of issue is, is the breakdown of trust. If the moment you punched me in the face, I'm going to be a little bit apprehensive the next time I'm around you, right? I can forgive you, but, but, but one of the consequences is I'm not going to trust you in the same way. Now that Mm, trust can be rebuilt by you doing trustworthy things over time, but it's really naive to think that I can forgive you and, and nothing changes and we're just going to be like we were before. Like that, that is not the way that the world works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's a, the a healthy way. Yeah. It's a healthy way to, to go through life. Make sure I understand um, what it means. So I'm not doing anything. Like I could do something to ruin a relationship, but knowing that other people do something that's outside of my control, that would change the relationship I have. Like if I really enjoy a relationship with somebody and I, and it's a great time to ha- be, it's great to be their friend, but they do something that is wrong. Then I, d- yeah, I show them forgiveness, but it changes the relationship. That's the consequence. And that's, that makes, and that's sad. If we think about it, that, that should break our hearts that we can't have deep, meaningful relationships with somebody anymore because of an action that we had nothing to do with. Yeah. But it, but it's it's release like kind of like the releasing resentment and the need for vengeance. It's also releasing the idea. A, a consequence is releasing the idea that Jesus is going to take care of them, whether I in a relationship with them or not. Yep. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. Tomorrow we'll be in our fifth and final episode in our conversation on the difference between forgiveness and consequences. We'll see you then.